What's going on, everybody? It's Chad, Artisty, and we got Chief Barnshaw, and uh, we, we wanted to come live today and just have a real discussion, talk about some of the things that we're talking about on a day-to-day. -day. Chief Barnshaw, he pulled up a good article with everything that's going on with COVID-19, people finding hobbies and chasing their passions or goals and things that they love. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit of what Gary Vee's talking about and uh, how to make 64 pieces of content in a day. Now, Chief, I'm not going to lie, that sounds very intimidating. <laughs> I don't know how you make 64 pieces of content when I'm struggling to make six or seven. And, and, and I think when you look at this, right, so so make no mistake about it, right? As soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, perfect, man. So I started going down the rabbit hole and I thought for a second that it was going to have to be something I paid for, right? Like, oh, to get this PDF from Gary B, I'm going to pay for it. But then you got to remember who Gary B is, man. Gary B has made his name by just providing people value. for, And this is just another one of those things. And sure enough, man, you pull up the PDF you want, man, you can actually attach the link down to, to the comments when we upload this. But sure enough, man, this is 270 pages of just goodness and ideas. Now, by no means, you know, are me, are me and you any way, shape or form close to being a Gary B, right? I'm, I have a hard enough time being a JB, let alone a Gary B, right? I think going through this, what it can do is if I people ideas on how to get their message out there, if there's one thing that, that COVID is doing in my eyes, and you see it all the time with QU, you see it with, with other Facebook pages and Twitter feeds and Instagram pages is people are finding their voices. In finding their voices, they're finding that they have stuff to say and stuff that they want other people to hear. 64 pieces of content, this PDF is just one way that they can take two or three pieces from this to start getting their message out. I completely agree. So I think one thing, you start going through this PDF and he's like, you know, hey, 64 pieces of content. Then he throws at you, well, hey, you know what? Let's talk about 100. You already got me intimidated on 64. Then on page two, they're like, hey, you know what? Let's just bump that to 100 plus. By no means are we about to go through 273 pages of content. I do want to talk about some of the platforms he talks about. So obviously you got Instagram, you got Twitter, you got LinkedIn, you got TikTok, Facebook, chat and YouTube. Seven huge platforms. You're talking 64 pieces of content. Now, when you think about how they all link, let's be honest, Facebook owns everything. Or probably at least a good amount of these apps when I look at it. And, you know, obviously you can go on Facebook or Instagram and YouTube and, and pretty much link most of these. For people that are trying to find their voice, like you said, not maybe so much push their message, but get a message out there to people. They want to give back value. They're committed to learning and giving their own perspective. What would be your top three platforms? I'll let you drop it first and then I give you mine. I'm pretty sure they're going to be maybe the same, but maybe linked up a little bit different. Oh, man. So I'm going to give you four, right? Because I'm, I'm going to throw the, the oddball out there. I'm going to throw the bonus, right? I, I still think it, it reigns supreme is Facebook, right? I, I don't think you can get the amount of exposure, if you will, than, than you can on Facebook. Now, Facebook is getting a little dated, right? I, I talk to my kids. I, I have an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old. They laugh at me. They're like, yeah, none of my friends are on Facebook, Dad. That's, that's for you old. There is a lot of old people still utilizing Facebook. And I think what Facebook offers is an opportunity to very easily, right? You don't have to have all this knowledge be able to set up groups like QU. The group was established, page was established, and we set it out. And it's amazing how many like-minded individuals we could reach, right? The, the growth of QU is a perfect example of why Facebook, in my opinion, is still the number one. Number two for me would have to be LinkedIn. LinkedIn gives 
individuals the really, really easy organic reach that literally trumps all of these other platforms. I can put a post on LinkedIn right now and have 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 people see it and pay zero in advertising and marketing. You're going to be really hard pressed to do that on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. My third one would honestly be something that I'm trying to get more comfortable with, and that's Twitter. Instagram to me is a lot of photos, right? That, that's what they're kind of founded on. They've adopted a little bit of the stories, a little bit of the, the short clip videos they brought on IGTV. So I think to compete with YouTube, oh man, YouTube's another good one. Holy smokes, I just completed the Oops, man, you might have two bonuses for me. But no, Twitter is something that I still think is very viable because what it does is it allows you to dialogue with like-minded individuals in very short snippets. So you can get a lot of information from a lot of different people in a very short period of time. Twitter to me is something that I'm, I'm trying to get a little bit more comfortable with. And you also still have the ability to put on videos, pictures, and all that other stuff on Twitter and still expand your reach or your voice pretty easily. But again, organically, LinkedIn, to me, right now, reigns supreme. I'm going to steal a little bit from Gary Veal, my, my, my two, or at least my one bonus one, and that's TikTok. Now, I know military-wise, they're telling you, hey, kind of stay away from TikTok. Nobody's asking you to go on a TikTok and start talking about OPSEC information, right? Nobody's asking you to go on there in your uniform and stuff like that. But what TikTok provides is a creative outlet for individuals who may be on the more creative side, right? And again, the reach and exposure on that without paying any prices towards marketing or advertising or anything like that is, is enormous. Yes, be careful while you're on it. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you do on it. But if you have a creative outlet, like you're a singer or a drawler or you like making claymation or something like that, man, TikTok is perfect avenue for that. And then finally, my other bonus, which I talked myself into, is obviously YouTube, man. YouTube is huge, right? If you if you are comfortable enough getting in front of a camera, a lot of us aren't. Uh, it took me forever to get comfortable with it. I think YouTube would also be a, a huge, huge benefit for you to get comfortable with putting videos out there because you still have those visual learners that want to see things as they're being talked about or discussed. Cliff Notes version, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. What you got? I think if we were to have this discussion three years ago, we, Instagram would have been our number one. Easily. But we were all over Instagram. We we're like, ah, Facebook? Nah, Facebook is for this and that. And I think the one thing that you see is every single year, an app is changing. Your number one is maybe your number two. I hear people have this discussion all the time is just how do I balance all these social media platforms? And, and really, I started modeling end of 2019. And like you said, you know, you post something, whether it's a video or a motivational post, an inspirational post. By the end of the day, depending on how much traction it is, like you said, you can get anywhere from a couple hundred to, to a thousand because it just, it rolls on people's streams. The algorithm is built so well. But my number one is going to be Tie. I'm going to go with a tie. I'm going to go with Facebook and LinkedIn. I got a tie at number one. Facebook and LinkedIn. And, and for these reasons why. LinkedIn, obviously, you can still do your inspiration or your motivation, your perspective. You can pick up what's going across Air Force, Army, Marines, Navy, Coast Guard, anything in the defense and innovation, security platforms, whatever it is that you're into, you can go there and you can link into a job. And what do you feel about it? How can people get their LinkedIn? And then I'll finish this list. But how can people get their LinkedIn in the right situation and, and get the right viewpoints to, to maybe transition out and get people to actually look at it and, and get a job interview? To me, that's the part about LinkedIn. Like we look at LinkedIn from old school, five, six years ago, LinkedIn, to where it's a bunch of headhunters and all you're doing is putting your resume out there. It's not like that anymore. It's, it's, it's almost like a social media platform where people are posting. Now it's 
it's professional based, but people are posting motivational, inspirational, they're posting pictures, they're, but how people can tie it in. And what I love about LinkedIn as a platform is the majority of people, a number on it, I don't feel like I'm exaggerating. 90 to 95% of people on LinkedIn want to help other people. Just creating your page and then making connections with individuals who maybe have a job title that you're interested in one day pursuing or something like that. And then going out and exploring their page. How do they have them set up? There are tons of military transition pages and or people on LinkedIn that help anybody who reaches out and asks from reviewing resumes to setting up your your LinkedIn account and, and how to set it up to where the civilian sector can look at it and it makes sense to them. If all you did was go out there and just have LinkedIn and didn't do anything else and just made connections with people, you can get 99% of your, your questions answered just from people helping you out on there, right? So I don't think there's any trick or any tool that, that people may need to use. They just need to go out there and start building relationships with people that have already gone down the path that they're looking to, to go down. That's it. Not exactly. I think LinkedIn is a, a does a really good job of giving you the ability to build authentic connections. And so I like that. Facebook also tied number one, just because one, you can do very similar to LinkedIn minus the, the job portion. But I mean, community, that's what I like about Facebook. You know, we talk about quarantine university, you have the opportunity to jump into a, a group community, uh, like minded people, build those relationships and network. I think quarantine university has done a really good job of that, of bringing people together, having multiple platforms. And I, honestly, it's just another way to connect. To be honest with you, man, my number three, I have an Instagram. I love Instagram. I thought it was going to be my number three, but my number three is TikTok. I think I think TikTok, and for this reason why, TikTok gives you something that none of the other platforms do. Creative mindset. I remember when me and Sarada jumped on TikTok and you were on TikTok a month before me and we were going down rabbit hole doing videos for like two hours. And it was two hours, two hours of fun. They do everything for you. I'm excited to see where the platform goes here in another year or two. Their adaptability, do they keep creating different ways to be able to do things? I think yes. And for one reason only, all they're doing is stealing all the funny songs and memes and videos people are doing. So I love it. I got my time for first. I don't do Twitter. It's not even on my list. I know my wife, Sarada, she does Twitter. I know you talk about doing Twitter. I know a lot of people do it. Um, I get a lot of funny videos. It's just not for me. Eventually, maybe I'll, I'll try it. I will say this. I have not officially tried Twitter. I've just seen people use it. And it just seems like I'm not. there's no value for me. But I think with any platform, there, there is value there for somebody. My fourth is, fourth is going to be YouTube. It's like you said, I think YouTube does a really good job. You've been able to get in front of a camera, speak to people, you know, whether it's makeup, planning, whether it's music videos, whether it's joke, they also have just like Facebook, they got the communities built. So that would be my four. Twitter, not so much of a big fan. I do love Instagram though. That would be my bonus. You can't go wrong. I think that's geared more towards short snippets though, stories and different things like that. And uh, Snapchat, I, I, I just don't use Snapchat. I've never been able to really get into Snapchat. I've tried it, right? So two things real quick to, to button up the, the platform discussion. First with TikTok, right? Obviously a lot of things are coming down dirty wise. Right. So being military, we have to be adaptable, meaning that if they come down and they know BS say, you know what, we don't want military people on this at all. And they make a policy for it, then guess what? You're going to have to transition, period, point blank. So the one suggestion or piece of advice I would give anybody uh, if you want to try to venture out on TikTok is don't put none of your personal stuff out there. Right. This is I mean, throw your email out there. Just make up an email that you want to throw out there and just get out there and start creating content. You don't have to tie it to being military, tie it to being creative. Right. Don't put anything out there that 
could be at risk of, of being stolen or, or, you know, whatever. Right. So just understand that when you go into it. And also, uh, lastly, real quick is there are tons of platforms out there. there. There's probably six or seven real, real heavy hitters, right? How do you navigate? Like to answer your earlier question, how do you navigate and know which ones to use? You use them all until you find what you're comfortable with, what, what your message resonates through, and then you stick with maybe the two or three, right? Nobody says you have to use all seven, right? Gary Vee will tell you, you use all seven. You don't have to if you're not comfortable. Like if you're perfect, Chad's a perfect example. He's not really comfortable with Twitter. Why invest hours upon hours upon hours trying to pour into Twitter when he can take those hours and that energy and put it into a platform that he's comfortable with where his message is going to come across better, more more genuine, right? So I I'd highly suggest you try them all out. You figure out which ones you like, which ones you're comfortable with, which ones make you happy, which ones you'd like to be a part of, and then you pour into those. Uh, I agree. I like it. So we got into the platforms. Let's get into point number two. The reason why people do not make it is because they overthink and overvalue the production of their message. And I think this is a spot on topic. What you got? No. So, I mean, to me, that's spot on. Right. And and the overthinking leads to self-doubt and self-doubt has killed more dreams than probably anything else that I can think of. And it's just self-doubted of, oh, am I saying this right? Or, oh, is this is this coming off right? Or, oh, how do I look? Oh, how's the background? How's my hair? How, oh, I, I sound stupid. Oh, I don't like my voice, right? We, we've done this. And, and I am, you know, just like Chad, man, I am huge, hugely guilty of this. I've been talking about doing a podcast for the better part. I've, I've been talking about a podcast long enough to where if, if I was in school that long, I'd be a doc, right? And I, I never got around to just taking action sitting down, recording my voice and uploading it to where like, if I'm being completely honest, I, I talked about it for a better part of two years and I just dropped my first podcast this January. It took me that long to get over the overthinking of it and just do it. And the funny thing is, is just like anything else. My first one was rough. It was choppy. I was bumbling and stumbling. I just got done recording, I think, my 12th or 13th episode, and I'm leaps and bounds ahead of where I was. Shockingly, I know. Wow, practice. Now I get excited because, man, where am I going to be at in a year? Where am I going to be at in two years? But it was all that initial step of I, I literally had to tell myself, shut up sit down and take action. That's the same for every single other platform. Every single other platform, people feel the same way about it. I, I can't tell you how many times I've typed a message up for Facebook and had to rephrase it because, oh, what if, what if I upset, what if I upset, uh, upset somebody? Or what if I, it's almost like you're walking on eggshells. People don't want to see that, man. As long as you're professional, tactful, you're not disrespecting anybody. Everybody has opinions. Everybody has a mindset or something that they want to share. It may not resonate with anybody, but it's, but you know what though? It, it, this ties back into exactly what this talk was about, right? It's still your voice. And there's somebody out there, even if it's just one person, somebody out there needs to hear that message. Stop overthinking. Stop the self doubt, right? If you, if you think doing something is risky, wait till life hands you the bill for, for not taking that risk. And, and that bill is only going to be paid with regret. I'm happy I took the step into the podcast realm, but make no mistake about it. I regret not starting sooner because I could have been way further, way further along in my journey than I am right now. <laughs> and you can put that across anything. I remember uh, my first video on Instagram. I was like, oh, I'm going to go here by this lake. And I was just like, I'm just going to talk. <laughs> I remember I hold my phone out like this and I recorded. I was so happy. And then I hit you up and you're like, Wendy, yeah. I, I could barely hear you. Dude, I remember like all, all I remember in the video was like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> 
I couldn't hear anything. Right? When I posted that video, I was like, I was committed. I was like, I'm posting this video. This is happening. But now I think about that video, you know, and that was summer, man, summer, oh, summer 2018. So almost two years ago. Like you said, imagine if I would have, you know, started a year before that or a year before that. It's always be good to be able to see that journey. You know, I can go back and look at that video today and then see a video that I'm doing right now. And then to think about where I'll be a year or two years from now, I think, you know, a lot of people don't think about that. And you can do that right now. You know, I challenge everyone watching this to go to your social media, scroll all the way down. Some of you guys, that might be eight years on Facebook. I don't know how long it's been on, but it's been a while. And see how some of your messages were in just normal conversation or some of the interests and things that you guys were talking about then. Go through the years of the person you were then, two years from then, and then two years from then, and then till now. And see your messages and just your growth as a human being. It's uh, it's pretty exciting, man. It's, it's good stuff. You know, and, and, and stuff like this, like talking about regret and, and overthinking and self-doubt isn't like this conversation isn't so the folks that are listening can kick themselves in the butt, right? Or be mad that they that they didn't take it. It's it's no, understand that you're not alone, but we're encouraging you. We want you, we're supporting you to act, right? What, what's the old uh, the old analogy? The, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So plant your tree, right? Plant your tree and let that thing grow. Don't worry about the, the opinions and judgment of others. It, it's your voice and I promise you it needs to be heard. So we talked about overthink. Now let's get into the, the overvalue, the production. When you break that down is overvalue production. I think production is pretty easy on social media. If, if I had to say so myself, you don't really have to do much on social media. It does it for you. You got the filters. You already got, you know, amazing phones with, with awesome photo and audio technology. Uh, now you're doing virtual backgrounds and different things like that. So for me, the production part is easy. I don't know if it's necessarily easy. I, I agree with you. I, I, I think the social media platforms do set it up with a lot of in-house tools that you can require to where you don't have to go out and spend all this money on all this fancy equipment. Uh, what I really boil it down to is... Don't get me wrong, like quality photos, quality recordings, quality quality video, that does sell. Make no mistake about it, I'm not here to sugarcoat it. However, comma, what I want you to understand is if your message brings value, it doesn't matter that it's on a grainy video. It doesn't matter that it's not in HD. It doesn't matter that it's a little it's a little choppy or who knows, maybe even a little windy at a lake, right? If you're bringing value, people will buy into it. So start there. Build yourself up. Build your platform. Who knows? You might even, might, you might even start making revenue from the social media. And then you can get in all the fancy equipment and start fine-tuning your product and what you're providing. But if you're waiting around to have the latest and greatest microphone for your podcast or camera and a, a tripod and ring lights and all this other stuff, man, you, you are going to spend a lot of money on something that you may not even be that passionate about. Use what these platforms give you. And again, focus on bringing value to others, not on the quality. Focus on bringing value to others. And then when you get to a place where you're comfortable enough, start building on the quality of the products you provide, maintaining your value, but focus on the quality. Exactly. You know, we will always be 100% transparent with you guys. I literally, my wife bought me a $30 stand that I broke literally within 30 seconds. I got a little LED light, $100, oh no, about $170 mic and stand. And I got a $10 filter. That's my basics. You, you see my background. I got, I got stickers that Sarada bought me that I was like, this is going to be my background with a nice comfortable pillow. You know, you got cheap over there with the green screen and things like that, but still that was the basic setup uh, for what he wanted to do. You really have to do what's best for you 
But it really goes into our last point is it has to be a simple piece of content. It does not have to be something you don't have to overthink it. If you think about all the different, I'll give you an example. Another one big one was it was a kid from New York. He was playing basketball and he was talking to his uh, younger brother and doing motivational speeches all over the world. And we talked about this one a lot is, you know, he just was telling people, you just got to go out there and do it. And, And he's going through this message. And that was from a cell phone on a basketball court basketball court dribbling just hanging out dropping knowledge nuggets that he didn't even know was going on and because of that one moment that simple piece of content it put pushed him in the direction of like man i actually love doing this i love helping people i'm making an impact and it was a simple piece of content you know and, it, and it's funny you bring those we've seen it all the time right you, the one thing i think we're getting good at as a, as a society is looking looking at the bigger picture and kind of pointing out disgenuine people right people that have the wrong mindset or mentality and all they really try to do is push their agenda or something like that we've gotten really good as a society which is why you see these genuine people like gary v man like you know and i, I know we keep bringing him up but it's kind of it was his pdf that kind of spurned this conversation he is about as rough around the edges as you could possibly get yeah his language is, is crazy colorful he don't care what he says to who he says to but he comes at people with a genuine heart and he's really just trying to help. There's no wonder he has millions and millions and millions of followers because his genuineness, you can pick it up from a mile away. And it may be filtered with some F-bombs and some all this other stuff, but it's genuine in nature. So one of the things that I constantly tell people to do, and I'm trying to do a better job of it, is instead of throwing your stuff out there constantly in people's faces, because I started to do that. It was, hey, look at this. Hey, look at that. Man, I really slowed it down, took a step back and went out to other people's pages just commented something of value on their post, like kind of almost promoting and encouraging them. And then people see that and they're like, man, like this dude's speaking truth and he's, he's being positive and he's, you know, he's trying to champion other people, which organically just brought people back to me, right? It, I think as long as you have the right intent behind your message, like you said, it, it can be something as simple as dribbling a basketball on a court and having somebody pull out a, a phone to... Maybe a conversation you're having with your wife and somebody's recording, which I guess would be kind of awkward. But <laughs> <laughs> that better be a really good message. It's those genuine interactions that people are looking for, right? In, in a world full of negativity, people are looking for that light. People are looking for that, that, that fresh breath of just positivity that they can speak on to people. And I'm not talking that fake you know, surface level positivity. I'm talking about, man, I really just want you to succeed and hey, you know, somebody else makes a post. Hey, you know what, man? This was a really good post. This really resonated with me, man. Thank you so much for posting this. Simple things like that bring value to others, but also shows that you're coming at people with a good heart. Exactly. I think it just goes across, man. If you guys have a, a valuable message and you want to reach the masses, you know, we've talked about the platforms. Uh, we talked about not overthinking. We've talked about, you know, keeping a simple message. You know, this is only series one, laying down the foundation. Uh, as we move through uh, further conversations over the next couple of weeks, we're, we're going to start dropping knowledge nuggets, like Chief Barnshaw said, and kind of talk about how you do it. Hey, Chief, hey, I appreciate you jumping on as always. And yeah, we'll, we'll link up later. Hey, man, I appreciate it as always, man. It's always good to sit down and talk, especially in the, the times that we are right now, man. This face-to-face interaction means more to me than than anything we honestly could be discussing. It's just because I, I, I get to sit down face-to-face, look at somebody and have a dialogue. And I think we that it's that connectedness, right? That connectedness we're all looking for. So I'm going to sign it back over to you, man. Thank you again. Absolutely my pleasure. Super excited to see what what folks start bringing to the table. You guys have a wonderful day. Out.